Emily. Hi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you, were, you were more ready for that than mm-hmm. I was hoping. Mm-hmm. I was waiting on purpose. I almost said it to you. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. That would have scared the shit out Except of me. Except I, like, almost said hi, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> it's been... Look, One week. It's just... It's been a lot. <laughs> um... Look, I mean, it would have been a nice way to start out our Ookie Spooky episode. Yeah. Um, just a little bit off. Just a Say little bit. Say hello to yourself. Mm, Twilight Zony. <laughs> oh, um, that was okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, yeah, should you, we? The thing you can't do. <laughs> I asked you not to bring that up. <laughs> I asked you to never bring that up. We have a guest. Yo, we have a guest. Fuck. Hi, Liz. Hey, I can't do that thing either, so. Oh, thanks. Same hat? Same hat. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, oh. Can't do ah, that. So gel. I don't even know how people would go about it. <laughs> I wish you guys could see the visual show I just got. <laughs> it was untenable. I'm sure. yeah. Sonically terrible. Sonically horrifying. Visually traumatic. Visually, visually a little bit hot, I bet. I bet. No. I, I need to no. think that. I need no. you to let me think that. No. Um. Yes. Yeah, so hello, Liz. Hi. For our listeners... Um. This is your first time on our podcast, if I'm recalling yeah. correctly. Yeah. Whoa, holy shit. Yeah. Um, Only took you 77 six. episodes? 76. 76. So the number of trombones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, we waited on purpose, because we know how you love the music, man. Right, Emily? <laughs> yeah. And also spooky times. <laughs> it's yeah. spooky times. We had to have you. Spooky I do enjoy Absolutely. the spookiest times. A spep. Mm. It's a spep. I don't like that one. <laughs> Spook yeah. No, that's worse. Yeah, you're getting farther from it. I'm, uh, right now, I'm regretting not wearing a black shirt now that uh, I'm sitting here and you're both wearing black shirts. Thanks. This was unintentional. It was the one time in my life that I didn't put on yeah. a black shirt. Usually and we normally dress so alike. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I was going to say, actually, the triangle of yeah. the way we all dress I, meets at Liz. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I, am the, I am the center ground on the Venn diagram of your, your mm-hmm. two senses of fashion. Yes, absolutely. It's very true. Mm-hmm. And yet, here we are looking nothing alike for once. I wore florals, <laughs> which is the other side of what I do. It's either That's black true. or floral. It's true. It's true. All right. Right. Oh my god, I'm really excited. Um yeah. Emily, what are we drinking? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> what were we drinking first? <laughs> and now what are we drinking? I tried to make black vodka. Bloodka. Technically I succeeded. Yes. You did. I mean it was black and it was, it was vodka. It was black and it was vodka. But it was food coloring and it was very much going to stain the shit out of our mouths. I believe it already has a little. Well, someone <laughs> I was going to dump them out to save everybody from getting <laughs> their shit all stained. Look. And someone else <clears throat> decided to chug it. I don't need you looking at me like this right now. I don't need the energy I, in the studio. Well, you know what? Very spooky. And yes, I did suck down most of um, just like a food coloring laden drink that I don't regret at all. Heavily vodka with some Coke. <laughs> so I'm already... It did look black. I have... Uh, probably um, a terrifying mouth at this moment. No, it's, it's very not that bad. Gray. It's it's gray. It's yeah. It's not it's grayer not... than normal. I should say. Wow, <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Hey, Liz, you come on my podcast. <laughs> oh, is this your podcast? This is um, this mm. is partially my podcast. Yeah, and I I say she can stay. <laughs> Fine. Wow. Yeah, overruled. I'm always overruled. You are by the guests. Yeah, because <laughs> you're the youngest. I'm nicer. You're the baby. Okay, <laughs> look. Fine. So what are we drinking now? <laughs> so it's still vodka, but mm. <laughs> I put some glitter in it. 
Yes. And I had some glitter in the black one, too, because it was like a swirling nighttime galaxy mm. star-laden death. Um, um, okay. <laughs> I love that. I love everything. And this, it, it was just like more blood-based of like some grenadine and then Sprite, and I put some food coloring in it, and then I brought it out, and I forgot to put the vodka in it. <laughs> and I was so excited. It was a lovely little kitty cocktail. And then and then we made it a dirty Shirley. Can we do this? Yeah. Who oh. goes first? You do. Oh, I shit. thought about it. Um, oh, yeah, because I was really drunk last time. <laughs> because we'd been drinking so much by so the time really Emily's much. story came up. I did manage the big words, though. You did. I'm proud of you, Jen. And I'm proud of you. Multiple syllables. And, if, you know, when I cut out a lot of us both fucking up words. <laughs> so, <laughs> good for Thank us. Thank you for making me sound smarter. Absolutely. All right. Okay. It's about to get oofy spooky in here. I'm scared. Cool. Should I be scared? You should be. Fuck. Okay. I'm into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. So Does this what podcast happens? have jump scares in it? Yes. Cool. Um, Emily, uh, I asked you a little bit about what you were doing today. Um, <laughs> yeah. Only because I didn't want to be doing the same thing, mm-hmm. which I am glad that I did ask because even though, if I recall correctly, you did yell at me for talking about demons last year in your apartment. <laughs> You are talking about demons this year. That was before the pandemic. Oh, so you're not afraid of a demon now post-pandemic. No, fuck it. <laughs> That's why I said at your birthdays, if you want me to do a Ouija board. Oh, my God. Because oh, we missed fuck that opportunity. It. What the fuck? We do need to get a Ouija board and make... Oh. Because fuck it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm gonna Can get, I? I'm going to get a Lisa Frank Ouija board. That's the one I want. Mm. They make them. I want it. I didn't know that. Tell us about the demons. Please right. tell us about all the demons and please name them. <laughs> Uh oh, we're gonna have I a got problem. This. Do you need me to pause? No, I got this. Okay. <laughs> All right. What happens when. Is this a question? Are you starting with a question? Yeah. Ooh, this is different. So, what happens right. when you have an uh oh feeling, but it's completely wrong? Now, I'm not, I'm not talking about Karens mm. and their uh oh feelings about black people. <laughs> okay, okay. Because that's just straight up bias. Paired with an irrational, stupid fucking fear and a level of entitlement that nobody should have. Legit. What if you so firmly believe something that you're worried for other people and you have this gut feeling that they need to be helped and you're wrong? Are you actually asking what I would do? Sure. Because I would probably go with it and fuck up so hard in front of everyone. Yeah, same. Same? Okay. Well, let's talk about Danielle Harkins. She's Uh-oh. not our okay. survivor. She was a, at the time, 2012, at the time she was about 35 years old, and she was a literacy teacher at the Leelman and Asian Neighborhood Family Center in St. Petersburg, Florida. She had been teaching reading and writing skills at the center for five years and was seen as a very kind and gentle person. She had two children until she had a very messy divorce and a very nasty custody battle. But otherwise, there was nothing nothing else that was strange. Okay. Nice lady. Very Na- nice. Nasty time of her life. Yeah. Okay. So June of 2012, not long after her divorce, she began to act oddly. Uh-oh. Friends and neighbors said the normally very calm and non-religious woman began to find religious in an almost very fanatical way and had also developed an interest in angels and demons. I just, uh uh-oh. Uh-oh. So 
one of her neighbors later said that she just like appeared at her door one day and then told her that she was okay and that she didn't have any demons. What? This woman's yep. just going door to door? Just wanted to knock, <laughs> knock. Just checking in. Wanted oh, to let hi. you know. Yep. Still not possessed by demons. How have you been? I don't have any demons in me. How are you? Yeah. I I thought it was good. I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah. Do you don't have just... demons? Because I don't. No <laughs> like, demons in here. <laughs> no one knew. Demon free. <laughs> no one knew where she was getting any? this side of the religion from. Like... She had never been a religious person no. before. Had never, no, not Catholic. No, not. Sounds like some QAnon bullshit. Real, like, yes, it's kind of like conspiracy theorists where, like, one day they might be a normal ass person, but then they went down a rabbit hole into like eight chan, and oh, now you mean all the different. Trump supporters right yeah. now, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, it's like watching somebody close to you actually get different because of some shit they yeah. read, and that's yeah. terrifying. And they get indoctrinated into some crazy ass bullshit and that makes happen. no goddamn sense. It can happen so fast just because they spend a little bit too much time on it some takes dark web. Less shit. than two months, yeah, yeah, to lose your marbles like that. Woof! Uh, that's the spookiest thing you've said so far. Buckle up! <laughs> Fuck. So. Everyone was like, this is weird, but she's been fine. Really? She's super nice. So she's talking about some demons. It's fine. This is the ultimate They suburban. continue to let her be around the kids. Look the other way. <laughs> Dusk, June 9th, 2012. Penis. <laughs> Say that again to me. Penis. Oh. June 9th, 6 9. You're so right. I know. It is. It's penis. It's the high holy days. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, that is a special holiday that everyone should celebrate. It's called penis because it is 6 9. <laughs> Please go on. So, on this very, very highest of holy days, this woman did what? <laughs> Emily looks so This just... is the first and last time I will be on this podcast. <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> I just love that instantly your brain was like, oh, penis. <laughs> like, it was your. First thought. <laughs> oh, you mean penis? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right. Well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're gonna regret this so much. Oh no! It's about to get so it's bad, isn't it? Bad. Yeah. Oh shit! No, I just let you guys go. Uh oh. So on that day, <laughs> the day that will not be said again. <laughs> She g- gathered a group of her students at an area near the St. Petersburg Pier. Oh, no. And oh, started no. Oh, it's kids. Oh, no. a small fire. Oh, it's kids and fire. <gasps> this was out of the normal. Yeah, I think so. I, um, no shit. They were confused, wondering what their teacher was up to. She had been watching the students. And told them that all of them had become infested with demons. Oh, no. And oh, that they no. needed to be exercised. Oh, no. Uh, Mike Puetz, who was a police police spokesman, said, quote, there was apparently some chanting and then dancing around the fire that was taking place. So it started out pretty tame. Yeah, yeah. But then her next step was to have the children do self-inflicted mutilations. Oh no. In order to drive the demons out of their bodies. Oh god. Obviously, 
they weren't cool with this plan. Yeah. They didn't yeah. want to do it. I'm sorry. How old yeah. are these kids again? What what grade? Does like teenagers. Okay. So they're not like. Older. Im- not okay. like little kids. So they're probably like, um, lady, no. But, so when they wouldn't do it, she did it for them. Of mm. course she did. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And she took one of the teen's hands, doused it with perfume, and then lit it on fire. Oh, my God. She slashed another student across the back with a broken bottle and then another cut on the neck. Oh, my God. And then she heated up a key to cauterize the wounds. (gasps) And after doing this, then she was able to convince several other students to cut themselves. Because otherwise she would just do it anyway. And then similarly instructed all of them to cauterize the wounds to keep the demons from returning. So, okay, I find this really interesting because how many students is that? Like... You have to think this is a very delicate situation because at some point they could have overpowered her if they, right? You know, if they. But felt- also, it's that teacher-student dynamic. Yes. Yeah. I I the, used to be a teacher. Like right. the power involved in that, just like over kids' lives and yeah, stuff. They do what you tell them to do. Right. You know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Right. This is a bad thing, for the record. <laughs> in my professional opinion. <laughs> This is a bad thing. Thank you for clearing that up. Uh-huh. Of course. I would have been a little confused. Yep. So once that was all done, she was, while they were doing everything, she was ranting about demons and possession, which was made worse as she was standing in front of a fire. So it had like the dancing flames on her face. Oh God. Terrifying. Like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But none of the teens, and there were seven teens, said anything when they got home really they didn't say a damn thing wow yeah not one of them like that's my thing i could see some of them being like you know what i'm gonna pretend that never happened or i can't trust my parents enough to like handle this in a way that makes sense but all of them to just not say anything at all so on that same thought Mm -hmm. one of the kids did open up to a friend okay about it and that friend went to their friend's parents, being like, hey, this happened to your kid. Yeah. Sure, sure. That kid Can is the only one. Can you do something about it? Yeah. Like, being the only one who is, like, not there, so not maybe yeah. traumatized by yeah. it or affected by it. So they can be like, actually, that's real fucked. I'm yeah. going to go tell somebody right now. So the parents then went to the police. But even after her arrest, the victim stayed pretty closed lip about what happened man she must have been you would think like maybe kind of beloved before all of this right she so there was yeah yeah there was the speculation that she had basically groomed them yeah mm. to like, stay quiet yeah there's... because they love her so much right mm-hmm. and she would never really try to hurt them no she was doing this to help them explanation yeah oh god that's horrifying she also when she was arrested wasn't much help no shit she got half a brain going yeah she stayed very vague about the religion she'd gotten herself into wouldn't say why she carried out the ritual what happened or anything else like she just wouldn't talk about it that just seems so fucking odd like so she's like in custody and they're just like why did you do that and she's like i'm not gonna yeah and because the students also weren't coming forward yeah. There was just a lot of speculation rather than actual facts of what happened. Right. And no one was willing to testify. 
Jesus, those people, they really are groomed. They're not, even when the police are involved and it's made clear that because they're involved, this was bad and wrong. And this person is like, they're trying to make this person like have justice brought down upon them. Yep. None of them would testify. That's insane. Nope. So because no one would testify, all they could do was one count of child abuse and one count of aggravated battery one count one count was it for one of the students i think so i think the one of the parents that came forward yeah so it cost her her job she spent six months in prison and basically like she got off very lightly yeah compared to what should have happened Mm -hmm. um after she got out she basically just disappeared (laughs) And dropped off the face of the earth. Oh, no. I have to know what happened to this woman. So <laughs> no one really knows what happened to her. Oh, God. But. That's actually really fucked up. Like, what if she's just. Worrisome. Yeah. Yeah. What if she changed her name? What if she's still a teacher? Like, what if. Even even if she's just working at the goddamn Walmart. Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. But at least, like, they, they released one of the names of the students. Mm. But because they were minors, I'm not going to say it. Sure. Sure. Even That's though fair. they're not minors now, but like yeah. at Still. the time they were. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, there's no other names. There's nothing. Wow. That does still give me hope for the old like 17th to 18th century thing of like, well, I'm tired of this town and family. I guess I'll grow a mustache and move a town over and look, <laughs> I'm a doctor now. <laughs> Everything I did wrong in that town is forgotten. Yep. It will never find me. I thought you couldn't do that in the modern age because of, you know, like... Your oh, no, you footprint. absolutely can. Oh, that's... What, there was a woman <laughs> in... Not that I would ever, ever do that. Except now you know that you can, so maybe yep. change your life choices. Yeah, yeah, there was a woman, I think, in China... Because they have a statute of limitations on, like, certain crimes. Mm -hmm. So there was, like, a 20-year statute of limitations of when she could be actually charged and arrested. Mm -hmm. And she went on the run and made it to the last day of the 20-year. Oh, my God. Before she was caught. No. I'm sorry. As a cop, I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Just, yeah. I don't want to fill out the paper. I would watch that movie and the cop would also be like like two days from retirement or yep. something. You and know? they fall in love. And yeah, they fall in love. They have to fall in love. Absolutely. That's the rules of movies. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, when did this take place? I'm sorry. 2012. Okay. so I mean, And she'd been working there for like five years. Four or yeah. five years. So it's pretty recent and like usually though things would catch up with you now but even in the like 80s and stuff police forces didn't talk to each other yep. county to county yep. so you really could commit crimes in a county and then just like go to another county yeah, and no one off. would know yeah <laughs> so, or going across state lines and hitting yeah. up small counties Oh yeah they will never tell each other your no. rap sheet they no. just want to catch you themselves yep. so and by the time away. like if you give them the wrong name or one off on a social security number, and then you're gone. <laughs> yeah, because like they'll look it up and they'll figure out that it's wrong eventually. Yep. Eventually. Mm-hmm. But you're already gone. Yep. Mm. So yeah, that was the weird. I hate that I we don't know where that woman is. I yeah. hate that. Not a fan. I wonder if she works for the Trump campaign. She has to. It's Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Guys, it's Kellyanne Conway. That it's teacher her. was Kellyanne Conway. <laughs> shit. Uh, I can't believe not a one of those fuckers died of coronavirus. So far. 
Be careful. Um, Secret Service could be showing up at your door. Have you seen Mitch McConnell lately? He has... He's... Um, something <clears throat> is very, very... What bad. happened? called necrosis, yep. what he what? has. Yeah. That man is rotting. He's fucking, like... <laughs> like... I did see some see someone on Twitter who was like, you know, that's kind of what your hands would look like if I don't know the Russians slammed them in a car door two or three times. Oh my god, I love that. Um, What the the fuck is the world right now? So much. I want that so bad. My favorite thing is that we have a president who's in bed with China and with Russia. Sorry, it's a China. Okay, (laughs) it's called China. And no, it's China. <laughs> and yet, and yet, and yet, he's trying to harp on Biden and Hunter Biden. The mm-hmm. most, the most for recent shit debate. that he's literally done. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The most recent debate was like a schoolyard fight. It's I like was the whole not time watch he that. was like. Yeah, I'm rubber in your clue, and you did that. You did, that was you. You did that. Actually, you did all that stuff. You, you peed on a porn star. That was you. <laughs> Um, and somehow, and I apologize for somehow making it about Trump immediately. Um, but it's the only thing anyone is ever thinking about anymore. It's fair. I um, I actually genuinely hope that that woman got like some help and feels better more than anything. Yeah. I don't want to like make it seem like I'm afraid of her forever <laughs> or that she's always going to be a, a bad person. It's just like something happened to her and maybe she recovered. Maybe. maybe. One hopes. We don't do great with, like, mental health for people in this country. So. <laughs> That's cute. Before Reagan, she would have had, like, a place to go, you know? Yeah. Kind of. Oh, no. Maybe not. Mm. Maybe not. That's fair. Well, that's depressing. You're welcome. Thank I'm you. Now. Ookie spooky and also depressing. Yep. That's 2020. <sighs> yeah. That's 2020. Mental that's... health was Splash of Demons. Mm. You mm. do love to see it. You do. Um, I, I think what we might need, Emily, is a, is a harp noise. Yeah. Maybe. I need to go see if the dogs are ready to poop. Oh, good call. And <laughs> you're, you're the only one who can take us there, babe. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know how you were going to do that one. I was very surprised. Um, there we go. Oh, and we're back. Oh. Hey. It's great to be here. Thanks. Great. I'm so glad we did do a whole half an hour. Hard <laughs> noise. I ate a sandwich. You did. You had I a did. PB sandwich. I realized I didn't have dinner. Uh-oh. So I was like, oh. Genius to put some food in your stomach. Yeah. Then. Very we smart. You ate a sandwich. You refreshed all of our drinks. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Um, I remembered the vodka off the top this time. Yeah. Yes. That was put in right away. I almost <laughs> didn't. You know? You know? You know? Kitty cocktail does... Does a body and a soul good. I know? love a good kitty cocktail. Right. Absolutely. For sure. If I had cherries, I'd throw them in here. Oh, yeah. But I <sighs> hadn't been thinking that far. I actually think I, I ate myself into not liking maraschino cherries anymore. Like, I don't like them, but I used to have them like candy as a child. Yeah. 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 yeah I think that's why. My grandparents used to have the greatest house ever in Deerfield, Wisconsin, and in there was a bar. There was a room that was just a bar, (laughs) and it was gorgeous, too, but my grandfather, he's a great man who used to drink way too fucking much, Mm. like, so much, because, like, you know, farm rural Wisconsin, you just kind of are drinking whiskey all the time, Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and he just used to live in that bar, and every day, I'd go up to the little bar, and he'd make me a kitty cocktail, and I'd eat, like, 80 maraschino cherries, 
throw mm-hmm. up and then go on with my day. Yep. <laughs> he rally, you know? Yep. That he was, was training. He was training me. He was. For my well, college look at days. you now. Thank you. Yeah. That was, that was my bar drink. Yeah? Because. The kitty cocktail? Yeah. The Shirley Temple is. Yeah. Is Shirley Temple. Ugh. But like. My mom was an alcoholic. Oh, really? When I was young. Mm. So I grew up in a bar. Okay, yeah. So that was my bar drink. Mm. I'd sit at the bar on my little stool. Mm-hmm. How many of us grew up in bars? I I didn't really. Um, my dad's office business growing up, my dad sold tombstones. That's why I'm so into the spooky shit. Um, mm. His shop was between two bars. Yeah. So he, my my dad's not a huge drinker. He he likes beer. It's not like he's a teetotaler. He but he's just not like a I'll be at the bar kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would go over to one of the bars like at lunchtime, and but I distinctly remember going to Schmidt's. Mm. Oh just down yeah. The road. Um, before it was remodeled and everything, um, I would always have a kitty cocktail at Schmidt's. Absolutely, that mm-hmm. was my supper club experience growing up. So yeah, not so much growing up nice. in a in a bar, but. That and the Black Angus down in Prairie du Chien. Hell yeah. The Black Angus. Um, we they... went to the Five and Dime in Milwaukee and then to the Green Seven mm. in Glendale. They just don't do supper clubs like they used they to. They don't. All right. Do you guys want to get a little more ooky spooky about things? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, tell me a scary story. Fabulous. Is um, your scary or is it like I, I also think, sad? I think mine's... Mm, mm, mm. It's mm. more just mm. like I took another approach to the... You know how scary movies are sometimes ghosts and demons, and mm-hmm. sometimes they're just like people. The call is coming from inside the house. Yeah, because it's people. Yeah, and people are horrible. I took more of like that approach. Oh, cool! Um, just horrible so people. Have, yeah, it's not people. It's men. Say it. It's okay, men. It's, it's men. Me- it's white men. <laughs> it's, it's white dudes. Super duper white. Also, dudes. if you can hear Bam Bam's crispy crunchins, it wouldn't be an episode without him eating. His crispy crunchy <laughs> He's peanut doing buttery. A great job. <laughs> He's, He's my new best friend. <laughs> I, you can't see it on a podcast, but I just scratched his butt so hard. Yeah. <laughs> he had a mini stroke. <laughs> he, did. he didn't know what to do. He lost no. his mind there for he's, a sec. He just, he went insane. Yeah. He's fine now. Yeah, no, he's no cats were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> Thank you for stating. Just I, legally, to be sure. Legally. <laughs> Tell me a scary man mm. story. All right. Talk about the white male that did something real stupid. Mm, well, we'll see. Oh, oh, so no. Uh-oh. here's where I bring in the like the spooky ambient music. <laughs> so it's 2007. It's early spring. George Bush is president. Mm. Britney Spears had just shaved her head. I would like, meet that ago. president that summer. Mm, that's fucked up. I know. <laughs> Weird. I still feel um, really bad for the amount of shit Britney Spears got. Absolutely. I actually, like, in here is Britney Spears had just had her sh- shaved her head and the world was too fucking juvenile to think properly about why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Save Free Britney. Free mm-hmm. Britney. That kid had something. And the first ever iPhone had just been released. Mm. Those are the only things that I personally remember about 2007. It's a wash otherwise for me. Um, this was pre-Barack Obama, so I don't have memories. Um, I was a freshman in college. I'm sure that what Courtney Kuykendall likely remembers about 2007 is that this is the year that her family got a stalker. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Wait. You might know. I'm oh. not sure. Is it? It's, I don't know. Okay. Uh, we'll see. Okay. You, can, okay. you can see. Okay. okay. I promise. I know a so, lot of stalker stories. Let's go. <laughs> hell yeah. So one night, Courtney was at home. She wasn't really doing much of anything. When suddenly she starts receiving text messages one after the other from her friends. 
And they're all asking her, hey, why did you send that? What was that message for? What does that mean? Uh-oh. But Courtney hadn't sent any messages. And according to her friends, about 20 people oh, Jesus. had received simply just the word gay. Oh. <laughs> because it's 2007. If that isn't a big 2007 fucking energy. I oh, don't know no. what because is. You, you could sense, in 2007, you sent somebody the word gay and they'd be like, hey, what the fuck? Now, if you did that, you'd be like, yeah. yeah. Yes, <laughs> or I just, am. Thank you. And <laughs> thank you for reminding me. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> or they'd send back agenda. <laughs> Is this the agenda for the evening? <laughs> be gay, do crime? <laughs> yes. Like, what? I would just think it was like a one word text that would be followed by many other one word texts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's the time that it is. So that was weird. It certainly was. Yeah. But she didn't really think much of it. Mostly because it wouldn't be long before this was like the least of her worries. Mm, yeah. So soon, Courtney's phone, along with the, the her home's landline, her home phone, and her parents' phones, her ce- parents' cell phones, all began receiving phone calls from a number marked restricted. Uh-oh. Just always restricted. It's the cops. The b- <laughs> it's the fucking FBI. The person on the other end of the phone has a scratchy voice. It's really low and guttural. Think um, every actor who's ever played Batman doing the Batman voice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's like Gross. almost funny, mm-hmm. but it's also creepy. Yeah. Um, the Kaika dolls describe it as somebody clearly sounding like they are intentionally trying to disguise their voice. And it's, sometimes it sounds like a man, but sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes the audio is clear and sometimes it isn't. And sometimes they refer to themselves in the singular and sometimes in the plural. The only thing that seems consistent is that this person knows where they are and what they're doing at the time of the call. Ew. We can see you, it says. I know you're in your room right now, it says. I know you're in the woods taking a walk. You're wearing a red hat and a gray hoodie, it says. You should get out of the woods. You're going to die in there. Well, yeah, I, we all know that. Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> but and? also, and <laughs> fucking, I'm in the woods, so I know what is happening. <laughs> I made this choice. What? <laughs> We're going to kill you, it says. We're going to slit your throat, your family's throat. We'll kill your dog. You're all going to die. So the calls come in at all hours of the night and day. Doesn't matter. Every phone in the house receives them. Cell phones ring when the family is home and when they're not. Always the person on the other end of the call can tell where they are. Courtney's older sister, Darcy, is married and lives in another part of town with her husband, and she begins receiving calls. Oh, shit. One of Courtney's friends from school, her name is Taylor McKay, lives across the street from the Kuyken dolls, and she starts receiving calls, as do her parents. Andrea... McKay is Taylor's mother. One day she's in the kitchen slicing limes. She doesn't say why, but sometimes you just got to slice a lime, you Mojitos know? Mojitos mostly. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Some sort of drink, or maybe Margaritas. she's making a pie. Yeah. <laughs> she could be making chicken. She could, but it's probably a marg. It's, yeah, it's probably a marg. <laughs> Let's be real. It's marg times. <laughs> she gets a phone call from Restricted. Mm. She picks it up, and a guttural voice on the other end says, I prefer lemons. <laughs> 
same, but it's Marg's. Right. Come on over. <laughs> like, you can't do lemons with Marg's, but Unless I don't know. Unless you do like a strawberry Marg. Ooh, that sounds good, though. Mm-hmm. That actually do. Strawberry Marg with a lemon. Yeah. Mm. Or unless it's like the Bud Rita. <laughs> Bud Rita's. Like the lemon Bud Rita. Is there a lemon Bud Rita? There, there has to be. There's there used every to be. flavor. You're it right, was I'll the only one it. I could drink. It's like a shrimp not scampi the... Rita. <laughs> No. The, so not the lime bud Rita, but the lemon bud Rita mm-hmm. was for you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I can get Then that. you're just like restricted. Good for you. <laughs> it was Emily the whole time. <laughs> oh, shit. What's up? The story has an ending now. <laughs> oh. Courtney Kuykendall's father receives a, f- a call one morning um, as his children are getting ready for school. They're almost out the door. The call is from restricted. He picks up. And the voice tells him that there will be a shooting at the school his children are headed off to right at that moment. Oh, shit. I'm warning you. It says, don't send them to school. If you do, say goodbye. Like, okay, calm down. <laughs> Jesus. That escalated semi-quickly. So, so quickly. Yes. I mean, they were threatening to slit throats. Right. But this is now like a date and time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now we're definitely saying an act of something will happen yeah. if they go right now to a place. For sure. I am giving you the chance to avoid this. Right. Very scary. So suddenly every day of their lives is like this. Call after call, texts, voicemails. Some days are worse than others. Some days like the calls are near constant. Some days there will only be one. Very rarely are there no calls. They quickly begin to think of the days without calls as very good days. The rest of their days are just kind of shit now. They go to the police. They're white. So, of course, they do. They tell the police really early on, actually, about the messages that had been sent from Courtney's phone because they didn't really understand that at all. Again, this is 2007. Cell phones were, again, I said the first iPhone had just come out. Yeah. There were other smartish phones at that time, but a lot of people still had flip phones. Yep. yep. I for sure But did. you could very easily at that time duplicate numbers. Yeah. There was but, a website you could use. I had a friend yes. at college who would do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smoking it was, was super fucking easy. Yeah. But a lot of people also weren't aware of that. Mm-hmm. Either you were a tech savvy person who could do that thing in an instant, or you didn't know that existed. So they do go to the police. But... I mean, they tell them pretty much everything uh, that they know. The constant phone calls. They tell the police about other strange things, too. About how their cell phones will will turn on and off without prompting. Yeah, how their ringtones have changed without them asking them to. Taylor McKay, the neighbor across the street's ringtone, changed to a voice one day. Just a creepy, guttural voice without her doing anything. I wonder if somebody copied their phones. There's a lot that could have happened. There's a happened. lot. Unfortunately, yeah. Damn. So now, admittedly, things can go glitchy with phones. Mm-hmm. Like, you can also just have phones that turn on and off. Like, stuff is... We used to, like, hold our phones together with, like, fucking pipe cleaners and gum. Like, <laughs> they were nothing. I together with glitter rhinestones. <laughs> yes. Fine. Yes. Now I would never... But every phone before it, almost. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. We used to do some shit to our phones. Oh, yeah. And they I, also... I could drop my phone off of three stories and it would survive. Absolutely. I painted mine with nail polish. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. yeah. You could yeah. just do whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. But phones were also just worse. <laughs> they they functioned bad. shittier. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yes, sometimes things can just go bad. But coupled with the phone calls, like having weird stuff happening to your phone all of a sudden and not understanding why gets really creepy really fast. So the police 
are the police about it. It's 2007. Cybercrime is a thing, but it's called cybercrime. Yeah. Like, that's how <laughs> bad at it they were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, Do you remember CSI? Like, what the fuck was it? It was like a CSI cybercrime. Yeah, and it was all very, very bad. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's like we used to not recognize like bullying and just like harassment as a thing online. So yep. we'd have to call it something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're still only just figuring out that people even can hurt each other over the internet. And, and they don't have the tools to investigate this stuff. The police are, like, they have certain knowledge as police officers, but they don't know how cybercrime happens. They don't know no. about computers. They're not no. supposed to. It's not their job. And also, they're reactive, not proactive. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is But this only, is very like, much... selectively reactive. Yes. Yep. It has Absolutely. to hit a certain level. Exactly. And cybercrime... fucking do anything. Cybercrime, cybercrime does not... Is, Low that, on the totem pole. Yeah. We've had other stalking stories before where yeah. people just nothing. It literally ever took them almost dying mm -hmm. for the cops to do something. Because then something happened as opposed yeah. to is being threatened. Yeah. Um to, to these cops actual credit, I will go into that. They actually do try <laughs> on a level that is surprising, but also again, these are white people. Hmm. So they they are making an attempt, but they are pretty inept at it. They don't know what to do. So they do their best to start tracking the phone calls that the Kaiken dolls receive. But every traced call, oddly, leads back to the Kaiken dolls' own phones. <laughs> Mostly Courtney's phone. Shit. The calls are coming from inside the house. Her phone <laughs> got duped. Yeah. So as that you can imagine. got cloned. Yes. And because they don't fully understand that for a while there... Everyone's like, Courtney? Oh, no. Are you playing a trick on your family and a bunch of other people? Because like, what the fuck? No. Yeah, she looks hella suspicious for a bit there. But, like, think about the amount of work <laughs> that yeah. that takes. Ugh. That's insane. And she's outsmarting, like, all of her family all day. Somehow, and is having genuine terror reactions to it. Yes, they're, I mean, they're handing over their phones to the police with these messages. It's not like she's also texting her friend to be like, okay, my dad's wearing a blue sweater and he's in the kitchen. Call now. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, I th I think that's just too much work for yeah. a prank. And she's 16 years old, they to be very clear. 16-year-olds so, have so much shit going on. <laughs> they think they do. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a lot to ask. Um, and it's a long time to carry it out. This entire thing happens over about four to five months. Jesus. It's a long time to be doing a thing every single day to mm -hmm. several people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. So much work. Yeah. It's an enormous amount of time and energy. So for a while there, they do look at her though. They're like, okay, come on. Like the best Occam's razor option is that you're just fucking doing this. But the kicker is that the police track these calls and they are coming from Courtney's phone when Courtney's phone is turned off. Oh. She's clearly not using it. Nobody should be. Nope. So. <laughs> <laughs> so after a while, I mean, it does get bad enough that even at one point, Courtney's parents suspect her enough that they literally throw away her phone. They just take it from her and they toss it in the trash. But this does not stop the calls. So they kind of go. Strange how that didn't work. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we believe you. Right. They even go so far after this, they all change cell phones 
they throw away their old cell phones and they get new ones. They change their phone numbers. They change cell carriers. Nothing stops. One day, Courtney's mother, Heather, is changing the code to the security system they have in their home. And she gets a call. And the voice on the other end recites the new code to her before hanging up. Oh, shit. And he's literally like, ha, 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 four, six, two, eight, three, bitch. <laughs> like, hangs up. And she's like, oh, my God. Another day, while in class, the child psych course, Courtney receives a text from Restricted saying, we know you're in child psych right now. Don't think we can't see you. I don't feel safe in school at all, Courtney explains to Tyra Banks, because they went on Tyra, y'all. It was 2007. Oh, my God. She had a, sh she yes. had a talk show. And I watched most of the clip, but it's really bad. She's bad at having a talk show. Yeah. I'm no, shocked. She's pretty yeah. bad at it. It's... She's a model, she, and yeah. she's very good at being she's a model. She's incredible as a model. She shouldn't have had a talk show. She's not a good interviewer. She was mostly kind of being like, well, did you think to do this at them? And it's like, yes, yes. of course. Tyra, of course they did. Tyra, they've been living with this. this Tyra, the what the resort. fuck? They weren't like, we got to get Tyra Banks on this right away. Right, like as if she's going to crack this case wide open on her show. No, I'd watch that. I would watch Tyra Banks solving crimes. I mean, I yeah. I would not. I, if it was pre-scripted by somebody smarter than Tyra no. Banks. Yeah, that would smarter be, than me, too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that she's dumb, just she's not a detective. But anyway, so... That is an unwatchable clip. Please don't watch it. It's really, it's really rough. But Link in the show notes. <laughs> don't watch yeah. it. Don't watch it. But it's definitely there. don't watch it. It's there, but don't watch it. But this is what Courtney says on that show. I don't feel safe in school at all. I can't even be home by myself at all. I think that home is a place where you should feel safest, but I don't feel safe there either. Sounds like a great time to go off grid. Yeah, good stuff. Taylor McKay, Courtney's friend and neighbor, and her mother, Andrea, also take their concerns to the school. Oh, I should mention, I'm not sure if I put that in there. I apologize. Um, Courtney, after that text, uh, leaves school. Yeah. There are two weeks left in her semester, and she's like, yeah, fuck it. peace, actually. Bye. I'm not going back there. Yeah, because it might be one of her fucking schoolmates. Yep. Mm -hmm. You don't know. That's mm -hmm. scary. So she doesn't go back. Taylor McKay and her mother go to the school as well and present what's been happening to them, just so they're aware. They sit down with the principal and a detective is there. And they talk about what's happening. And during that, their phones are off and on the table. And while they are talking, the phones turn on and one of them calls the other. No one touches them. They just, it just happens. And they're like, see? <laughs> <laughs> it's like good timing. Um, this also happens to the Kaiken dolls. At one point, all four of them are at the police station. So this includes Courtney, her two parents, and her older sister. All four of them are talking to the police, and then all of their phones turn on, and they start calling each other. Like, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> Whatever's happening right now, this person has an impeccable timing, and they're a dick. Yeah, they need to get out of their mom's basement. Yeah, for real. Get a job. <laughs> like, do something. Work for the NSA. I don't care. Yeah, like, clearly. You've like, probably been recruited, dude. You have a set of skills. <laughs> You they can... were doing that. They still do that shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. So this is the thing, though, that really gets me. This is the thing I really didn't like about this story when I was reading it. I was like, <laughs> oh. so after a while, these calls, it's not just the voice on the phone. Sometimes the calls come in 
and there will just be a recording on the other line. And it's a recording of a conversation that the family was having earlier that day. Private conversations between two or three of them, little snippets of sound from a no one was supposed to be listening. Just like little everyday conversations, constant reminders that this person is recording them all the time. All the time. Here's my theory. Literally, I want to hear your theory, but I get to theories at the end. Please hold that thought, because I want to hear your theory. So, no one's phone is recording on purpose. This is just happening. Clearly, they are using their phones. Whoever's doing this is using their phones to record these things. Yeah. Without their knowledge. And when they're supposed to be off a lot of the time, they're not using their fucking phones anymore. Those are dangerous items. They're off and yet still doing this. There's even a moment where, like, they're talking to a detective at one point, again, at the police station. They come home. They've had this whole conversation just to update them. They come home, and on their landline is a voicemail of the conversation they just had with the detective. It's like, no. <laughs> I'm s- that's so scary. Like, no. this thing in your pocket is not trustworthy. <laughs> like, it is watching you. Like, literally, the person who is bothering you is hearing how you're strategizing with the police about how to stop them. Terrifying. That's how Facebook. <laughs> That's how now. Facebook do. I bet that person works for Facebook now. Oh, God, they should. With yeah. that tech. Yeah. They brought that shit to Facebook. Yeah. Look what Talk I did. Talk about adult diapers and then see what the ads are next day. Either that or Amazon. Mm. I yeah. mean, I know we all love that shit, but like, mm. it's listening. Yeah. <laughs> Over time, the Kuiken dolls and the McKays, as well as their friends, like any people around them are like getting paranoid. So they all begin routinely covering the cameras on their phones with tape. They take the batteries out of their phones to avoid receiving calls or and having them turn on and off and all that shit. The police file a search warrant for more phone records, but they don't come up with much. Um, just that most of these messages get traced back again to Courtney's phone, but by this point they're pretty sure her phone's been straight up hacked and her number spoofed and all of this stuff is not actually coming from her. But it's not helpful. This goes on for months and months. It's been about five months. And this is a quote from that Tyra episode because this is sort of toward the end of this happening to them from her mother, Heather, I believe. Yeah, Heather. We try not to live in fear, but there's been times when we've been very fearful. It's hard at times as a mom to see your kids scared like that. For five months, my children haven't slept in their own beds. So now I wish that there had been like a bigger horror story ending to this like some sort of big resolution where like maybe there was somebody living in their walls the whole time but there's not that's not how real life goes most of the time unfortunately um it seems that early in the summer the fbi got involved and they just were going to look into what was going on they have better technology they have more knowledge on how cyber crimes work God. and that is when restricted stops calling Yeah, because the FBI is in it now. Yeah, like, it's too big now. This is now a very, very big fish that they want to catch. Your crimes are federal, my good dude. (laughs) So you stop. The family who had done, this family, they had done interviews with their local news. They were on Tyra. Since the call stopped, they have done no public follow-up. Yeah. They have spoken to no one about anything. Don't jinx it. Yeah, (laughs) right? But also, I mean... Look, there are different theories about what happened here, and I want to hear yours. I want to also mention these are the theories that I saw 
wandering around the internet. This is on Reddit, too, so people be talking. Reddit has solved crimes. Yeah. Um, so there's three theories that I kind of saw. Mm-hmm. I want to know where yours fits into one of these three or if it's totally separate. One is murderous stalker theory that all of this is 100% what happened. Uh, there's a person out there who knows how to bug phones mm-hmm. and monitor GPS in 2007. They have pretty good equipment, but like they have to give a lot of shits about ruining this family's life. This family never came up with a list of people that like might do this to them because it just was unfathomable to them that any single person they have ever met would do this. But it's possible. Maybe somebody hates them so much that they did that. <laughs> this one's my favorite. The tech teen theory. Some people say that like Actually using GPS and then a roving bug, which is what the FBI uses to track organized crime bosses. Um, It means like the bug is on all of their cell phones and it works whether your phone is on or off. Mm -hmm. There's a guy named James Atkinson. He's a Massachusetts-based expert in counterintelligence who has advised the U.S. Congress on security issues. He says you don't actually have to have a strong technical background for someone to do this. It's probably just a technically gifted kid who probably lives in their neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I should mention for both of those theories that there was at one point an incident where somebody banged on the windows of their house and then ran away. Ah! So (laughs) just now if somebody's doing this, they might have done something extra, but only once and only for a second. (laughs) Like just to freak them out a little bit more, something Mm -hmm. could fit in with an actual murderous stalker or just like an asshole teenager with too much time on his hands. And then there's... The theory that I more or less was thinking of, which is maybe they were bored. The theory that Courtney, not just Courtney, but multiple members of the family are in on this. Maybe all of them. Maybe for publicity, maybe because they thought it'd be interesting to prank their friends and it got out of hand. They all decided this is the story. Because when it actually comes down to it, most testimony and most of what they ever got is from Courtney. Just from Courtney. (laughs) Like, when you really come back to all the quotes and any sort of like recordings or text messages, it's always just one person. So it's really hard to know looking back if this ever even actually happened or if they just made it up <laughs> because it'd be funny or weird or interesting and they were bored. <laughs> like, but it'd have to be the whole family because they have one story. They all stick to it. So yeah, those are three main theories. I know, right? What's your theory, Em? My theory is they had someone who came into the house to either, like, do some work, construction, plumbing, Mm. electrical, whatever, Mm -hmm. that then duped the phones and put in a couple bugs to then fuck with them. Yeah, I can see that. That's a a good theory. Like, I don't, I really don't think it was the family. Mm Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's so much work to do this. It is. It really and is. it's double the work if you're faking it. Oh, absolutely. Because you have to also then fake all of your emotional reactions. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah, I think if somebody was able to plant cameras in addition so that yeah. they really can see what you're doing and what you're wearing. so That's why I'm like, yeah. I'm wondering if somebody like got into the house. Mm-hmm. If they have a security system, odds are good somebody came to set that up. Yep. Yeah. And there might be a camera component to it. Think of... Like nest cams and mm-hmm. um, right. your ring doorbell now. Like, yeah. Just 
granted this was 2007 so it was before you were just like yeah i'll buy this camera from amazon and just set it here (laughs) this amazon sanctioned camera (laughs) hey hello nsa like it was before that yeah right we didn't we just weren't sophisticated about it like that yet but uh yeah i think that's fair because also say this person just hacks into one phone just courtney's phone gets contacts from courtney's phone then has access to all the numbers to, of her entire family, including her sister who lives across town. But I didn't see reports of her sister specifically receiving messages about what she's wearing. Mm-hmm. So maybe that house isn't bugged in the same way. Mm-hmm. But the next door neighbor, if like you're saying, if it's like an electrician or something like that, yeah. they and could I mean, use the same neighborhood electrician type of thing. With security systems, it's all referrals. Yeah. So yeah. if one family in the neighborhood Especially gets a security it, system... <sighs> They then tell their neighbor, hey, look, I got this nice security system. Let me give you a number. Right. And then the whole, like, her changing the security system number and immediately. It makes perfect sense then. Like, they yeah, have access can, to the system. I see what. Right. Granted, you've worked, you've both worked in customer service. The The average person isn't going to be able to pull up your password, whatever it is. No, but if you I work would. in but IT. You, but if you work in IT yeah. or in installation, mm-hmm. installation probably has access to that database. Mm-hmm. And the monitoring wasn't as good as it is now so if you were able to cover your tracks and write up like fake cases right this person you were accessing shit yeah i think that's why there's no real answer because this person was operating in a time when we just didn't like some people really understood the advances in technology that Mm -hmm. were happening it was happening very fast but the layman does not like Mm -hmm. at all (laughs) not even the cops Mm -hmm. (laughs) like so it's kind of the perfect time if you are somebody who knows about security systems yep. or something like and that. And I'm sure when the FBI got involved, that's why it stopped. Right. Like they the will... FBI would have crossed those T's and dotted those I's mm-hmm. and gone back through every shred of their lives. Mm-hmm. It's also sad that, like, I understand why they didn't want to talk anymore, mm-hmm. um, but I really want to know yeah. if they ever found out something like yeah. that. It would yeah. be so interesting just to know, like, come on, did you ever figure out who it was? And if you didn't, does it fucking haunt you? Because it would haunt it would me all the time. To. Right? It's just you, a constant I'd move, state of paranoia. I'd leave the yeah. house. I would never get the same security system. I would throw away my cell phone and not use one for a while. Yeah. Look, here's like, the thing. There's something to be said for living off the grid with this shit. Yeah, once this has happened to you, I mean, maybe just... You know, like the like the woman with the bear attack last time. Yeah. Just get 70 acres of land and fucking live off of it. Yeah. Just don't talk to anyone for a while. Yeah. I just, I had that thought of remembering I'd have to like, actually like hunt for food and yeah. grow food. It's actually really hard to be fully off the grid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of work. Because <laughs> even if you go into the middle of nowhere, I gotta let Amazon know my address. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like Netflix too yeah. much. Yeah. I yeah. Like... I need the internet for work and stuff. I'm fully willing to give away a certain amount of my precious yeah, information. I'll live yeah. <laughs> out in the country, maybe. But there's only kind two of. kinds of jobs right now. There is be exposed to deadly virus and stand behind plexiglass or look at computer. Yep. Those are the two types of jobs. And we <laughs> all are fortunate enough to have look at computer jobs. Yeah, yeah so thank God for that. But, but yeah, also, we can't just move to the middle of nowhere with yeah, that. Yeah, I can't move to the middle of nowhere. Unless we had like, reliable, reliable internet. 
I don't know. I don't know if I would have done much differently than these people, especially now if this started happening. One, the police could probably help a little bit more. Somebody could yeah. help. Yeah. I, I could probably go on fucking Reddit and find out the answer. You know? Yeah, people would be able to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He'd be like, get out of the house. It's your husband. <laughs> He's Go your fuck. Fu- <laughs> like, oh, shit. He knows too much about fucking cell phones. See, here's the thing. If this happened during the quarantines, like, especially if it happened to a millennial, I don't know about you guys, but if somebody was like, oh, I like that black sweatshirt with blah, blah on the front, I would get naked and go stand out on my balcony being like, what do you like now, motherfucker? And be like, Let's do this. I'd be like, do you want to be my boyfriend? And then I'd never hear from you again. Yeah. It would be incredible. Like, I'm emotionally attached to you, in. and now I need more from you. Lean in, friends. It's the quarantine. Yep. If someone's stalking you, maybe let them a little bit. Yeah. Mm. You don't go anywhere. This Who is cares? as close as you're going to get. And also, you've been on a dating app before. This yeah. is what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> this is not that different. Yeah. Yeah. This, is just, this is just a verbal, unsolicited dick pic. Yes. If you if you want that person to leave you alone, just act as crazy as you would on yeah. like Bumble. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. When you decide you don't like somebody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I've always wanted to get married in the spring. What do you think? <laughs> exactly. When do you Crickets. Wanna, yeah, exactly. yeah. Do you want to be my daddy now? Like yeah. there are ways. There are ways to get rid of dudes. So, <laughs> We are so, so good at losing a guy in 10 days. Taylor <laughs> hates days? Daddy. Who's got minutes. That, yeah, who's got that kind of time? How to lose a guy in 10 seconds or less. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> I said, just so you all know, Taylor hates daddy so much. I fucking hate the daddy trope. Yeah. Yeah, so I use it as much as I can. I do think it's funny now. often as I can. I've told you about my brother's keychain, right? What does it say? My brother's best friend went to Disneyland and got him a keychain, and it's like the little mouse ear hat. (laughs) Uh Um, And when you flip it over, it does say daddy. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's that's funny. It's upsetting. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Something can be both, yeah. Yeah. um, I'm like trying, you know? I'm like trying to desensitize myself to the daddy. I'm helping. It's going to be one of those things you start doing ironically. Yeah. Remember when we started saying lit? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't mean to be saying that for real. Uh-huh. <laughs> still I am. Dope. Here's the thing. It's when people use it in earnest that still just like yep, grosses me out there it is. more than anything in the world. Daddy. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Shut up. Uh, Shut up. I'm yeah, dying. No, I don't I don't want to see it used in earnest. Healthy That's... relationship no. with your father? Healthy healthy relationship with your father? Healthy no. relationship with your father? No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no. But I'm not I'm not bending over for somebody I'm calling daddy. Absolutely not. Uh Hey, should we end the podcast? Uh, yeah, I guess. Probably, right? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> We've gone off the rails. Rocket it off I the yeah. rails. Love it. It's my favorite. Um, it if, went you know, weird. Let's just catch all three of us in a different podcast where all we do is bitch. <laughs> We'd be so good at it. Right? <laughs> it's like my brother and my brother and me, but you know, like the opposite women. of that. <laughs> like literally the opposite. Like it's yeah. still funny, but in a totally different, Completely more negative different, way. Yeah. <laughs> It's more more cynical, but it's funny. My bitch, my bitch and me. My bitch, my bitch and me. What's up, my bitch? What is up, my good bitch? Oh, Kat has to be here then, too, Mm, though. (laughs) She's the only one who refers to me as my good bitch Mm -hmm. on a daily basis. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you guys so much for joining us. I hope that you got somewhat spooked out. Um, It was, I, I think it was a pretty spoopy episode overall. Yeah. I find humanity terrifying at all times. I think for the most part, that's what it is, actually. Yeah, I don't um, want to be yeah. a person anymore. No. Me too. 
I've been done being a person for a very long time. I Let's am just a plant. not be people anymore. I want to be a cat. I need you to water me. That's great. Um, you know what? Here's what we'll do. You'll be a cat. You'll be a plant, and I'll be just like the old spinster woman who hell yeah who waters and feeds you. Yes. Yes. I yes. that. I'm gonna rub Absolutely. on your ankles so hard. I'm looking I'm forward going to, to that. shake leaves everywhere. Thank the you. Best oxygen. Thank yeah. you so much. But I am also poisonous for cats. So don't eat me. Oh, fuck. This is already... You're making this really <laughs> difficult. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to be a spinster and, and yeah. live my life. Yeah. You've got to have something to do all day. One plant, one cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not one trying reptile, to have... one <laughs> gift. <laughs> the perfect equation. One plant, one cat. One <laughs> reptile, one gift. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I guess normally we would say you should be a little bit like, but I don't think anybody nope. in this story should be nope. a little bit... <laughs> nope. Like any of you. <laughs> Listen, if you believe that people have demons inside of them. Don't be like that. Don't set them on fire. Don't try and cut the demons out. If you if you have a stalker, um, there's like a lot of hotlines for that now. It's better. Yeah. Things are they, better they, about Things that have gotten better. Don't, or just get naked on your balcony. Or just get naked on your balcony. And start screaming at the sky. And, and, and whatever. And be just too weird and too much trouble for them to handle. Absolutely. Love it. Yeah. And then whatever you do, just make sure. That you do not forget your can of, of gasoline. gasoline. <laughs> Burn that motherfucker down.